Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Well. Can't wait. What does that do? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. What's up, friendos? And welcome in to the In This League Fantasy Football Podcast. It's Welsh. It's Bogman. ITL for the final In This League Fantasy Football Podcast, regularly scheduled podcast of the season. Today, we are going to be talking about and shaming all of you that played in Week 18, LOL. We're going to look at how everybody finished, how the fantasy football season finished weeks one through 17, the Lord's way to play fantasy football. And (laughs) we'll be looking at our uh, couple round mock that we did, did a couple round mock for the early, very early, early, early 2022 season, way too early. But it's a good thing to kind of start simmering on the values. There's some ranks that are going out there and all that stuff. And speaking of Come on over to InThisLeague.com and sign up today on our Patreon, which many people have been doing in the brand new year. Support your boys. We appreciate that because not only will you get access to all the stuff, the group me rooms, our community, mock drafts, leagues, stuff like that, access to us. I've got baseball stuff going on as Bogman does well, but Bogman told me he is working on his early ranks to be dropping here in the near future, and that'll be on Patreon. So sign up today at InThisLeague.com. Are you thinking... Some very nice early ranks in January, late January. I'll have early ranks. I don't know if they'll be in January, but I will have some early redraft ranks as long and as well as, you know, the uh, Dynasty pod is coming back with Fitz and I and Ryan Wormley is going to be hosting it this year as well. So it'll be uh, Fitz and I as the analyst and Worm hosting. So that comes back next week. So uh, I'll be working on dynasty ranks and I will have those up and official uh, at the end of the month going into your big offseason free draft and all that stuff into free agency. And then obviously movement is going to change a lot, too. But yes, I will have rankings very soon. I got those rankings, NFL draft rankings, baseball rankings. Yep. It's rankings month for Bogman. That's so, right. Yeah, that is what I've been doing. A lot of is, you know, toiling over each decision. And it's tough. A lot of talent. Lots and lots of talent. Well, so. and the good thing to hang on uh, coming over to the Patreon is as you know, I've always Bogman and I have always gone on this with ranks. It's like you make your initial set and then you evolve them. And if you want to see the evolution of them, be on the Patreon and you can kind of see the monthly evolution of redraft dynasty and the NFL prospect side that's going to be available um, as well as his baseball. I've got all of my baseball stuff. Um, so check it out in this league.com. Sign up on the Patreon today. 
And this is the final regular season episode. Week 18 was tough. Well, we didn't do the bet this league because we're not betting on games. Props were a disaster. I mean, my two worst weeks have been in the last month of the season. In props. You don't I, bet week 18 and you try not to bet week one. Those are the things for me yeah. because week one tells us so much about these teams. Week 18, you don't know. I mean, midway through the game, Philly gave up, right? So you just don't know going in. Uh, during the game is tough as well. When are these teams going to wave the white flag? It's like betting preseason or spring training. It is just not. And, and some people like better. that. Some people like that, though. I don't. And you don't. And I did not fare well in that week 18. But I'm looking to kick it back into the wild card round. So we'll be back with a bet this league wild card edition later in the week. And we'll probably have one or two more of those. Uh, definitely a Super Bowl edition, which will be like a really you know shorted version of that. But just make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you can get anything that's happening in the offseason. Pogman does episodes with CK talking about the war room and the NFL draft. Have a little bit more betting. But this is the uh, regular end of uh, Bogman and I for this season on the football pod. And that's why we're doing the mock draft, which we usually always do. We do some version of a mock draft. And yeah. And usually we can do it on uh, a place, but this year the places were like, nah, you can't draft anymore. Season's over. Use a Google spreadsheet clown. Go we ahead. did. Yeah. So. We, yeah, I mean, yeah. Vandrax was just like stiff arm right in the middle of it. Probably could have like, like, why isn't everybody, why doesn't this work for everybody? And like, well, you're the commissioner. You're the only one that can see the draft room. I'm like, Okay, never mind then. Yeah, they so. did a season's over type of thing. Probably could have hit them up and done it, but we were under a smaller yeah. crunch. So we ended up uh, just, you know, self-picking these first couple. And that so that's what we're going to, like I said, we're going to be going through. You guys can get kind of a feel for what this first round looks like. We'll talk ranks. That's all of what we're going to do. But can you imagine, imagine your entire fantasy season on the line and you played week 18? Like No. Embarrassing. I, I just I just don't know how you guys do it. I, I know some people do it. That's how you've always done it. You go to the very end of the season. Okay. If it were roto, some form of roto or point accumulation overall. Okay. And you don't have individual. You mean up. you don't want Jarrett Stidham and Blaine Gabbert and Easton Stick and all these other stupid backups? You don't want Sam Darnold and Carson Wentz? It was already enough. It's your problem that like I went into my championship with Jake Browning and we had a record number of bad quarterbacks, but then to add in without choice, Brock Purdy sitting and Sam Darnold's in Stafford sitting and, uh, and stupid Carson Wentz is in and more. I just don't know what anybody else can do. If you play into week 18, that's fine. Uh, the number one thing Bogman and I have always been about with fantasy number one, is have fun. And a lot fun of people first. miss that. That's why you started. A lot of people miss that and they show themselves that they miss that out into the world. And obviously there's big money and there's an industry. Hell, I'm hired a fantasy pros because Hell, of Ricky. the fantasy industry. You know, so Bogman gets paid fantasy pros for the industry and stuff like that. So we're not 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 acknowledging that. But sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com start your electric journey right here right now 
with a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's not what you did, son, that angers me, son. It's who you did it to. Who? Nobody. But nobody. ITL. Fantasy is supposed to be fun. So if it is fun for you to play into week 18, don't listen to me. Don't listen right. to Bogman. Just we can zip it and you can move forward. Zip it but up and zip it out. If you're looking for the best process, I'm not trying to take away your fun. I don't know how you guys can justify. How is that? that? How could it be fun? Is my question. You imagine really? cutting Christian McCaffrey the final week to pray that you were able to get Jordan Mason or Eli Mitchell off the wire or something like that. Pass. I just, I, it's a huge pass. It's a huge pass to all the nonsense bull crap we saw because player, there were a handful of teams that were still being competitive. And even those teams were difficult into being competitive into it. So you know what, if this week 18 didn't do it for you, it never will. It absolutely never will. You imagine riding all those 49ers and every single one of them sitting Debo Sammy has two catches and is done. Ayuk, no McCaffrey, no Purdy. Uh, it's it's crazy to me, but um, you know it's nothing to continue on about. Something that is worth continuing on about. A few people in our group me know this. Most of you are not going to care, but we are going to talk about it. Going into the final week of Derek Van Riper's pentathlon, Bogman and I, hard-fought season, were in sixth place. Mind you, we were so good in week one, we warranted a specific message into the whole group of, oh my God, what the hell did Bogman and Welsh just do? We killed the picks. I think our super flex was awesome. We were survivor was good. And DFS, we won first place first week. We were so good. Then we just kind of like, we teetered a little bit down. We had a Cooper cup injury. We we got Nakua. Yeah. Yeah, We got Nakua, which helped in super flex, but we just, we couldn't, we just couldn't get that hump over. DFS was kind of struggling a little bit. So we're in sixth place final week. No one's catching first place. And by the way, nobody did. Uh, Davis Maddock and Sammy uh, Reed, congratulations. I was about to call him Sammy Davis. Um, Sammy Davis Reed Jr. Yeah. I don't know Davis, but I know Sammy. We've known Sammy a long time. They deserved it. They absolutely destroyed. Yeah. But there were two points that separated second place, which I think was Pat Fitzmorris, our dear friend, and us in sixth place, Bogman and I, won (laughs) after... Passing someone in the Superflex League by 0.5. We, we had to up. light a candle at the altar of the God of Stack Corrections 
to make sure. Uh, and we did. I mean, DVR had to wait like he waited you know, three days. extra days yeah. uh, for sack corrections before but he out money. Yeah. Bogman and I, in our first year in the pentathlon, I'm very proud of us. We got second place. We beat the likes of Scott Pankowski was in there. Pat Fitzmorris, Jeff Erickson, uh, Govier was in there. Derek Van Riper. I don't even remember who the hell else was in there. Some rough ass people, some tough fantasy guys. And it was five elements, best ball, super flex, um, picks against the spread, survivor and DFS. And that last week, we just pulled through. We had a we had a top three DFS team. We, By the way, Welch, just real quick, when was the last week? What which week was it? Seventeen. Okay, that was it. We finished in seventeen. By the way, if you if you weren't aware, uh, but yeah, we did it. We had one of the worst best ball teams you could ever have. We everything we did was wrong, but we made good on everything else. We tied for the best survivor, even though we had two strikes after week five. I think it was because we didn't realize it was a three strike and we didn't make a pick in week two. We then went all the way through double elimination and we tied for first in Survivor. So I'm very proud of us. That was also a pretty large dollar league. And uh, we won a little bit of money for first place in DFS. And then we won second place money on the overall, not first. So what can we, you know, really be excited about? But that, we did a pretty damn good job on all five of those contests, you and I finishing in second place. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, second place is the first loser, but not when you get cash. Yeah, we got cash. cash. We got so. cash money. We made money. We right. we made the monies, which was very exciting. Uh, so that was exciting. And all um, only fans. It was a pretty good year. <laughs> Not for mine. Um, <laughs> mine's going into <laughs> NFBC drafts. But also, I was able to. I won our uh, sixteen-team three-sport dynasty football league. Which, by the with way, Jake I, Browning with Jake Browning at quarterback. You know what I didn't realize back-to-back champion i won last year too yeah. and i had like kirk cousins and aaron Rodgers and all yeah, mccaffrey i didn't have mccaffrey you don't have mccaffrey who no you have? no Who's i have i have eckler um i had eckler etn you know who did it big for me james connor james connor yeah. was huge but jeff jefferson is my big guy jefferson Ayuk, and debo is my wide receivers yeah. and then i drafted laporta this year i had all these Man. core guys built around Jake Browning and I won back to back in a 16 team one. So I'm pretty How proud of that as Laporta. well. How, and he got hurt that last one, by the but way, no torn ACL. So thank you. Thank Mark. God. And I, I was really worried about that because they usually don't do this, but like week 18 on the red zone, they're like, all right, we're going to take a look at this Sam Laporta injury. Uh, <laughs> Scott Hansen, God bless him. He does a great job. But they're like, zoom in. You can see right here where yeah. the calf. And I'm like, good lord, good lord, why is this happening? Well, in that same league, I have Goddard, and I'm. I was like, you know, my offseason plan is like, I'll try to move Goddard. You know, someone needs a really good tight end. I still have that because I have Laporta. But then when Laporta got hurt, I'm like, well, looks like I'm going to be holding on to Goddard into the offseason. But uh, it was a pretty good football year. Pentathlon, I'm you know really really proud of. I didn't do crazy in best ball. There's actually a best ball that we did that you won first and I won second in. So there was one of those best balls that was looming out there, but yeah, one of those underdog ones. Yeah. I yeah. Those like, underdog ones oh, that we did. I actually looked at it like the week before I was like, Oh, look at that. I'm in the money right here. And then uh, I won whatever. Well, I think it was a cheap one. So it was like $32. I was like, I got a weird amount in my account now. That's strange. Yeah. You so. got some weird ass amount, but uh, that was kind of the, that was the crux of it. So I'm looking for it. Oh, and did we crown who won the other things? Are we all, the only ones we did? We had a champs league 
and then we had we pared things down this year and then we had the um the guillotines yeah pop beat me in the championship game of the guillotine because every single one of my players was bad and he had christian mccaffrey in week 17 not 18 so I know Eric Toff was uh, one half of the guillotine champion. And I don't know yeah. who the other one was. Uh, Aaron won the other one. And Lieutenant Don won the champs league. So. Did Don win the champs league? Don won it. Yep. <sighs> what a G. Beat We're CK. Be uh, yeah. And it wasn't, wow. wasn't a particularly close game. CK knocked me out. But it was, I mean, he had Baker Mayfield. Listen to this lineup. Mayfield, A-Chain, Brees, and Devontae. With Isaiah Likely at tight end, and the Buffalo defense scored 22 points. Remember, they had that uh, pick six, so our fumble recovery for a touchdown. So he he won 167 to 115, and I think wow. that might have been one of the highest scores of the entire year. So you're getting in that uh, chain habit, a chan. Just letting you know. Oh, uh, little. <laughs> I know it's a, <laughs> that's what you care about. Right now. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Any, anything else I'm doing wrong? You want to no, no, no. You're well? doing everything no. right. You're doing, okay, you're doing great. Good. Best ball champion. You're best ball champion. So yeah. uh, rock best star ball champion. But uh, yeah, that was kind of the ITL crux of it. So congratulations to Aaron and Toft for winning the guillotine leagues. Lieutenant freaking down for uh, winning. Did I tell? I told you too, by the way, that I accidentally put. I think I told you this. I accidentally put uh, my two of my daughter's Christmas presents on that. Christmas list for Deckar Balls. And you don't Don, remember telling us about this on <laughs> Deckar Balls? <laughs> did I tell you on Deckar Balls? Okay, buddy. I had like six shots in like 30 minutes. <laughs> I'm not so, surprised yeah, no, you don't. didn't remember. Yeah, no, so, I don't. But yeah, yes, yeah. Don was nice enough to not only buy me a present, but bought my daughter Christmas presents. So thank you for that. And congratulations. He's going to be taking home a ring from officialfantasyrings.com. A customized ring, baby. He, he was like, uh, he was like, you know what, Welsh? I don't, I'm not going to judge. Maybe uh, the Barbie movie got to you. He literally uh, put in the like little message that came with it. He's like, uh, you had Barbies on here. I'm not going to judge. So I just thought I'd pick a few up for you. Here's your Barbies, pal. <laughs> there you, you go. go. That's, I like to champ uh, celebrate my championships with a couple championship Barbies I'm going to put up there, but. No, not so much. You should uh you should have them wear the rings as belts. Ooh, that would be pretty good. Yeah, there's a lot of modern Barbies now. I don't think those rings are gonna fit on those modern Barbies there, Pogs. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm not touching that one. No, so we could just move past it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. 
Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In this league. Somebody royally forked up. Somebody forked up. Why can't I say fork? If you're trying to curse, you can't hear. It's bullshit. Holy mother-forking shirt boss. All right, so let's take a look. This is going to be a 2024 preview with the mock, but you got to kind of review 2023 before we get out of it. So I went over to Fantasy Pros on their per week basis, and this is just really the finishes, and I sorted weeks 1 through 17 because that's always a little tricky misnomer about when you look at overall points on players is if you focus on all 18 weeks weeks that you would not play theoretically so we just focused on 17 through and this is just going to be looking about how guys finished we're not going to go nuts about it but here's your top 12 bogs at quarterback obviously format doesn't matter number one josh allen most points 385 jalen hurts number two at 370 close Big drop to the next guy with over 30 points. Lamar Jackson at three, Dak Prescott at four, and Jordan Love at five. Brock Purdy at six. Those are your 300-plus scoring quarterbacks. <clears throat> Allen, Hurts, Jackson, Prescott, Love, and Brock Purdy. Coming in at seven, Patrick Mahomes, Goff at eight, Baker Mayfield at nine, Tua at ten, Stupid Sam Howell at 11 and Russell Wilson at 12. You know what's missing out of there? CJ Stroud, because we're looking at total points. The only changes that happen here, if you add average points, I just want to give everybody this, is Joe Flacco actually comes in at number three (laughs) on average points. You've got, uh, let's see, Cousins was five until he got hurt. And then Fields missed a decent amount of time. Fields would be eight. Murray 9, Stroud 10, Herbert 11, Anthony Richardson would be 13. So just giving everybody perspective with injuries and stuff like that. Allen and Hertz were completely unaffected. And for all intents and purposes, I'm not going to count the Flacco thing. The top five is unchanged, no matter anybody else. Then things start changing up. Like Kirk Cousins played like about half of a year and and Purdy and, and Richardson and stuff like that. But that's how the quarterback position uh, filled out this year. I mean, yeah, and not not too many surprises in there. Maybe uh, the success of Jordan Love was a touch of a surprise. But, I mean, that last six weeks, it was like as soon as I was unimpressed with him and then he went into Pittsburgh and had a good game, the Steelers still ended up winning that game. But he had a good game there, and he was just caught fire down the stretch. I think he ended on a streak of like how many, I mean, I don't even remember how many touchdowns he threw yesterday. How many was it? Uh, Jordan love love. uh, Oh, I don't know, but I'm looking here. Love had 28.4 points, which was the second most in week 17. He threw, uh, so he threw for two more touchdowns last week. So I think his touchdown to pick rate over the last like seven weeks was 15 to one. I mean, he was incredible. He threw for 316 yards and that receiving core surprisingly, even with Watson down most of the year. I mean, Jaden Reed has become a dude. Dobbs is unbelievable. They have two decent tight ends. Dontavian Wicks has looked good. This was all with the running game not looking good. Aaron Jones was bad for a big chunk of the year. A.J. Dillon was just awful. 
and they could not find a backup. They brought James Robinson in and out and in and out and in and out of that lineup. So kudos to Jordan Love. It also took, it takes a, a lot for you to talk positive because Bogman and I would get in fights early in the year in pentathlon because I would want to put Jordan Love in DFS and you're just like, I'm not putting Jordan Love in any lineup. So for you to turn on that, like you've accepted he's so not you do want to talk it. about other things I do wrong. Right. No, no, yeah. it's not about no, no, that. No, no, keep going. Keep doing it, pal. It's a lot of fun. You got so, lots of stuff, right? You won us DFS leagues. I'm just pointing out for you to be talking positive about Jordan Love now. Well, that was also for you. the last three weeks. And and by the way, uh, he was way too expensive when you wanted to put him in. And he, he wasn't good. Too expensive. He wasn't good until, uh, you know, like I said, that that um that Packers game, he was unimpressive until the Packers played the Steelers to me. He had some good games in there, but not not like he did down the stretch. He was unbelievable. So yeah, yeah to your point, he, in there. Uh, weeks one through ten, he only had two twenty point performances. Weeks eleven through seventeen, which was seven games, he had five of seven games being twenty plus right. performances. So he yeah, really was good. was a tale of two halves, but you could see the click. You could see the yeah. theme come together for him and and really work out. And they needed him. And that's what got him to the playoffs because the run game was not as good. And we know the defense was horrific. So. I'll tell you, Kyler Murray is going to be really interesting too, because Kyler ended Finished up having bang. He had seven games registered, which his number was 10th overall in scoring 19.1, <clears throat> but uh, four of his seven games played were 20 plus point performances. He never scored less than 11. I know that's not like a big deal, only one of his performances was under 15 points scored. So six of seven were over 15 points scored, which is consistency. And if you would have spread that over the season, he probably would have been uh, a much bigger marker. So, you know, Kyler Murray will be another one of those, but that's how, you know, I don't expect Sam Howell and Baker Mayfield to repeat. And I would buy into guys like Anthony Richardson, and Kyler Murray. How about, uh, how about Burrow? Burrow uh, hurt to start the year, hurt to end, to end the year. Um, obviously a huge disappointment. Purdy over Burrow next year. Purdy over Burrow. I'm asking you. No, no, I, I still I believe. So. I, look, I still think Purdy's going to be very good. And there's a lot of talent around him and he doesn't have to be good. He just has to be good enough. And that scores a lot of fantasy points. But in terms of just skill, I don't think I can take Purdy. Over well, I don't, Burrow. I mean, I don't care about skill. I care about results. And Brock Purdy had the yep. best completion percentage. I think he was number, wasn't he number two mm -hmm. in yards or no, I guess that kind of fell off. Well, he didn't play the last game up until there. He had 4,200 yards. All the guys played that week. He was like number two in that area. And look, and I'm, even not, though, and I'm not going to know he didn't play the last week. He still had 31 touchdowns, which was third. And it only got overpassed by Jordan Love. So it's like, He's top two in all the categories that matter. Yeah, no, he's great. Uh, he's a very good quarterback, but I just, I don't believe in him long-term. Okay. So I, I don't think I can do it. Look, he's, I'll say this. I bet you I'll like Purdy more once we get to draft season because his cost will be way cheaper than Burroughs. I still think that. Uh, so when T Higgins is gone and, and Jamar oh, T is Higgins makes the biggest difference ever. I'm no, just saying you look what at you're weapons. worried about. I'm not, I'm not worried about weapons. Andre Yosevich was amazing down the stretch. He's so good. He's going to take over for Higgins. Boyd is still there and they have draft picks. I'm not worried about the talent around Burrow. My concern about Burrow is, is this dude ever going to stay healthy for a full season again? Sure. That's what the worry is. But in terms of skills, uh, I mean, it's Mahomes and Allen, Lamar, 
and then probably Burrow. So uh, I would take him still in terms of score or skill over Hertz. I would take Hertz ahead of him in fantasy because he's going to score way more points. So my my thing was here. I love crapping on the Bengals. Bengals, the you know, only team in the AFC North, not making the playoffs. Love that. And Burrow had a bad year. So I just want right. to point it out. All right, let's a lot of time on quarterbacks here. Running backs. Here's how they finished. Christian McCaffrey scored over 100 points more than number two and half PPR. Absurd. Christian McCaffrey, number one. Raheem Mostert was the second highest scoring running back in half PPR this year with all those touchdowns. Or 21 touchdowns. Number three, Travis Etienne. I don't think a lot of people would get that on your trivia. The number three highest scoring running back was Travis Etienne. More impressive, and he actually is the second highest average per game score, was Kyron Williams scored the fourth most fantasy points at running back. He did not play four weeks, not including his bye. He essentially did not play weeks uh, seven through 11. He was not playing whatsoever. He the only other running back to average over 20 points besides McCaffrey. 19.9. So, no, he okay. McCaffrey's the only one, but he's essentially there. Number five was Rashad White. Number six was Brees Hall. They've scored almost the same amount. Joe Mixon, probably going to be playing for someone else at number seven. Derrick Henry at eight. Jameer Gibbs at nine. We also know Gibbs didn't play two weeks and the role changed. If we looked at, I'm actually going to look at second half guys in a second. James Cook at 10. Kamara, 11. Bijan Robinson is 12. If we look at average, a little bit of a change. McCaffrey still number one, though. Kyron Williams was average the second most points per game. Raheem Mostert was number three. Devon Achan is number four at 16.5 per game. Etienne is five. Kamara is six. Gibbs is seven. Montgomery is eight. White nine. Hall uh, is 10, followed by Barkley and Pacheco. So the per game really does change stuff up. And then if we go, what would this I, be? I think you need to look more at per game for running backs, mainly because so many of them miss time and, yeah. and miss games. But yeah, it's... um. It it was an interesting mix here, and I think the big thing for everyone going into next year, Arthur Smith is gone yeah. from Atlanta. Unleash Bijan. I cannot wait. So real quick, the uh, per game from week nine, which is essentially the second half, here's your per game week nine. Number one, not Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> Kyron Williams was the second Boy, per game. Huge, enormous game. Remember that game against... Arizona, where he had like 200 total yards and three scores. 22.4 points. Christian McCaffrey, 21.7. They're the only two to score 20 or plus points in half PPR. Week nine to week 17. Number three, Rashad White. Number four, Isaiah Pacheco. Number five is Gibbs. Six is Mostert. Seven, Jonathan Taylor. Eight, Mixon. Nine, Brees Hall. Ten was James Conner. James Cook. And then Ramondre Stevenson didn't play a whole bunch, but he was in there. That's what the average in the second half ended up looking like at running back. So those are going to drive some stuff. I think Rashad White and ETN are the most interesting when we're going to look at ranks and stuff. Those two are fascinating because... SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. 
for more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. I use the side door. After that, I just sort of space out for about an hour. Space out? I probably only do about 15 minutes of real, actual work. Would you be a good sport and indulge us and just tell us a little more? Let me tell you something about In This League. From a last year perspective, there's something that doesn't stand out. From this year perspective, there is something that is going to stand out. And you can mention it when we get when once I get through it. Here is how the first round went in our mock draft. Christian McCaffrey, number one overall. Chris, and that was by CK. Chris Young, Justin Jefferson, number two overall, first wide receiver. Chatty, Tyreek Hill, number three overall, second wide receiver. Bogman had the fourth pick, swooped up C.D. Lamb, fourth overall pick. Number five, Ben took Jamar Chase. Four wide receivers, five, uh, one running back. Kind of a standard so far in early mocks. So don't be surprised by that. But those are the big players. Here's where things kind of open up. And again, you're trying to deal with values. Amonar St. Brown was a six overall pick by Jay Harris. Toby, Travis Kelsey with the, was that the eighth overall pick? Um, Kyron Williams ended up being the ninth overall pick. No, I think I have this backwards. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Travis Kelsey went seven overall. Eight was Kyron Williams by Bauman. Kyle took Bijan Robinson, uh, 10. Uh, our boy Tone took Isaiah Pacheco at 11. I had the wheel. And I'm going to just mention my wheel picks because it doesn't matter. I took Jonathan Taylor and Jameer Gibbs as mine. So the by the way, I think standout, you skipped one. I think uh, Bijan went nine, then Zito 10 was Brees Hall. Oh, I'm sorry. Pacheco, yeah, that, I, I did script that because we don't, these aren't numbered here. So I'm just educated guessing on the numbers here. So yes. Bijan was nine, Brees Hall 10, Isaiah Pacheco 11. I took Jonathan Taylor and Gibbs on the wheel. And the obvious standout here is Travis Kelsey going. Kelsey went too high. Toby took him too high, and maybe he's still in on Kelsey. And that's fine because Kelsey is amazing. But you're not going to have to take him there. You, you can get him in the same spot in the second round, and I think it's still a little early. Like I said, I'm going to have him on the back end uh, of the second round right now. Just, you know, got a little older. Uh, the Chiefs offense as a whole and Mahomes didn't really have a good season either. So um, he could easily bounce back up to being by far and away the number one tight end. You just don't have to take him there. So that was the one that kind of stood out uh, among all of the picks. But yeah, I think I think these are some pretty good picks. I think I would have gone some running backs maybe right after Chase went. Maybe even before Chase. 
I mean, I have it in my bit, my board right now as four, but there's a little worry with Burrow. See, here's um, what stuff. I'm going to throw this out here. Our boy, um, I got a couple of them, but I'll just put this out because he put it publicly. I didn't see Debros. Erickson put out his early top 12 football rankings. And he's doubling down on last year, and he's putting Jamar Chase at number one again. Uh, he had Jamar Chase as the number one overall player this past year, as did Debro. Completely disagreed. We were both right, but whatever. Um, not even from a wide receiver. I didn't have him as my number one player. It was CMC. Also didn't have him as my one wide receiver. But double down, Erickson is back to Jamar Chase. So when you look at this top five, here's the deal. You're going to have... McCaffrey, I think, is just the biggest no-brainer, but there'll definitely be people that'll be like, well, you can't repeat. The running like, back injury, you know, sure, running back whatever. deep, whatever. Yeah, Number one player, I don't care. Uh, but you're going to see these combos of like, Lamb was the highest scorer, Tyreek is the most dynamic, Chase and Jefferson, maybe most physically gifted, talented. You're average per game, combos. by the way, Tyreek was the highest scorer still. So Per game, yeah, yeah. average, but total score was CeeDee Lamb, you're right. So you got these combos between all of these that I really think that's going to be the core the guy that's going to sneak in is going to be Kyron Williams, how ridiculous he is. And or there is a, I think, a push, especially if you want running backs on Brees Hall. I'm going to be very high on Brees Hall this year. The amount of receptions he had, insane. The offense is going to look so much better with Aaron Rodgers back. Hopefully a lot more dynamic. But I think it's like Kyron Williams is the one player that's going to push this first round. But that's when things open up after that. You've got the Brees Halls. Jameer Gibbs is going to rank pretty high in a lot of these lists i believe um i think i just went away from it where the hell uh our boy uh, erickson had gibbs at 10 overall but yet we didn't see like etn go in this first round so you're gonna have these combos and i think debro has a chan in the top 10 as well so like you're gonna see the a chans and the gibbs and the Bijans float around that top 10 i think those guys are going to be the biggest polarizing picks but you might literally see First half heavy wideout, second half heavier running back, except there is some good depth at running back this year that you it might be better to take a wide receiver because you have a legit shot at getting a Rashad White or an ETN or a Mixon or whatever in the second round. So that's going to be the tough thing. I think this is the year, um, honestly, to go to go rogue, to do something different. Because I feel like running back is deep. I feel like wide receiver is crazy deep. And we have, you you know, the, the wide receiver crop coming in is unbelievable. Yeah, and that's not so, even mentioning, and that's something I'm going to mention to the next round. Let's actually do the, this next round I want to mention because you're bringing up a great point. And this is what that second round looked like. So I took Jameer Gibbs. He was technically my 2-1. Puka Nakua, potential first rounder. That sits in there. Why you might want to consider Puka, Puka Nakua at like nine or 10, because then you can get one of these running backs. Because listen to this AJ Brown was the second pick in the uh, third pick in the second round, but then Rashad White, Travis Etienne, Saquon Barkley, and Achan. That was the next run we had. The final uh, five picks of that round DJ Moore, Ken Walker, James Cook, Olave, and Garrett Wilson. So the reason I bring this up, talking, I, I think it was, I was talking with Seeley before my last um, athletic fantasy football pod episode. And we were off air talking about like a guy like Marvin Harrison, Marvin Harrison might be a second round play, uh, overall pick uh, second round pick in fantasy this coming year, which is kind of an absurdity, but think of like where guys like Garrett Wilson would go on the talent. We always have these young wide receivers that boost up now put 
a generational talent like Marvin Harrison in a great lineup, we go up. How about uh, Odunzie with Washington? I'm in love with that guy. If Odunze, he goes in, yeah, Romeo. If he, go, if he goes in a crazy good situation, Rome. those guys could boost up. But like, do you think Marvin Harrison would push this second round area? Like, if you're deciding yeah. between, you know, I mean, DJ Moore or Olave or Garrett Wilson, would you rather have Harrison over any of those wideouts? I probably would put him ahead of Wilson and Olave. Um, so yeah, right. You don't there, even I, know where the hell he's going to go. I mean, you're uh, the Bears, but yeah, I, I assume either the Bears or the Cardinals, one of those two teams. So, but it doesn't matter where Marvin Harrison goes. He's going to be, he's going to be the number one target getter for whoever takes him. So, uh, I am excited for his uh, and neighbors, dude. Neighbors was so good as well. He probably go. He probably tuck in right after. Olave and Wilson for me. So yeah, I mean, uh, MHJ, he's gonna, he's gonna come in here and impact this a lot. What, so. what didn't fit in this round just quickly? Like, was there anything you didn't love? Um, I don't think there? anything didn't fit. I think um, I, I can be honest with you. I didn't love your pick of Ken Walker. That was probably the one I didn't love the most because Charbonnet is kind of still looming. And, um, I mean, I guess to your point, like the comparative players, I, mean, I would have rather Debo. I mean, I think Debo would have been better in that spot who went like almost the full turn through or even maybe bake a bet on Nick Chubb. I, I just thought the biggest question of any of these players in this belonged to Ken Walker. Yeah. Uh, looking back, I probably would have taken James Cook, but gotcha. I I still like Ken Walker way more than most people do. And elusive rating was still good. Yeah. Still had a ton of carries. He played through his injuries. He had nine touchdowns. He was more involved in the passing game than he has been in the past. Remember, this is a guy that came in not catching any balls in Michigan State at all. So the receiving game is still new to him. So yeah, I'm I'm still way big on the Ken Walker train. The third round, the last one we're going to just take a look at, Keenan Allen, who we mentioned was like third in pretty much you know every category still. Uh, he was the number one pick. So CK had McCaffrey, Wilson, and Allen. Josh Jacobs went to Chris Young, who essentially went Jefferson, Alave, Jacobs. Chad took Nick Chubb, who his pairing was Tyreek Hill with James Cook and Nick Chubb. You took Alvin Kamara, so you ended up with Lamb, Walker, and Kamara. Ben ended up going three straight wideouts. He got Debo, so he got Chase, DJ Moore, and Debo, which is pretty nuts. James Harris took David Montgomery, so he paired A-Chan with St. Brown. Toby took Saquon in the second round and got Joe Mixon, so Mixon, Barkley, and Kelsey. Bauman, uh, Bowman took Etienne in the second round and then took Mike Evans in the third, so that's Kyron, Etienne, and Evans. That's a pretty damn good one. Uh, Kyle took Rashad White in the second round. I His might be the best. He has Bijan, Rashad White, and then Brandon Ayuk, who was a top 12 wide receiver across the board. Stefan Diggs was Zito's pick, so he got Brees, AJ Diggs. Tone took Puka Nakua in the second, and then James Conner. I finished up with Cooper Cup, so mine was, and Tones was Pacheco, Nakua, and Conner. Mine was Taylor Gibbs and Chubb. What's your favorite pairing through the first three rounds, knowing, you know, the depth at running back we have, the advantage at wide receiver? Like, was there a pairing of these three? Because uh, I think mine is Kyle's with Bijan, Rashad White, and Ayuk. I think mine is probably yours. I like picking uh, what what you picking at 12 has shown me is I want late pick. Oh, I want, that. I want Taylor and Gibbs. Spot. There's no way that those guys both fall. Uh, but I, think. I might be able to get like, even if you didn't get, I think you can get Taylor Gibbs, not, but maybe Bijan falls. Um, I don't think so. Maybe I'm going to have Bijan a second, the second running back. But how many players? Okay. So like if we took Kelsey and Amon Ra out, no, you took Kelsey. I think you just take, take Kelsey out. 
yeah. then you replace him with Gibbs, let's say. Who are you like? You could still get HN, White, ETN, Puka. Well, this is Taylor, the point. Some right? combo this, of those guys. Right. This is the point because for me, I've gonna I'm gonna have CMC, Bijan, Brees, Taylor, Gibbs, HN, Williams, right? That is my top seven. So 12 and, for you, you're guaranteed to get Taylor, which is phenomenal for you. Well, I mean, if I can, great, but I have Taylor at four uh, on my board. So uh, of running backs. For, Based on early mocks and ranks, my point is you are going to be able to get your Taylor at 12 right now. If if that's the case, then unbelievable. And, and to get Gibbs there too is just, it's such a good start. And, you know, look, I, I know the running back is deep, but so is wideout. Wideout is insanely deep. So I'm still going to lean more towards the running backs, which is why I ended up taking Kamara in the third after my Ken Walker pick. But like you said, like neighbors and uh, and Harrison and oh Dunze, they, them coming into this is going to be second and third round value, which is going to push more value out. So like if we look at our draft and we add those guys, that might push Cooper Cup into the fourth round. That might push Ayuk. Or Mike Evans into the fourth round, which it, is why you could really get some good pairings. Right. And we haven't even mentioned so many good talents yet. I mean, uh, you know, just looking at running back, we, you know, where does Mostert go? He had yeah, 21 he, touchdowns. One. He didn't go in this draft. Yeah, no, right? he's a tough one because of age. Uh, Najee was great down the stretch. At wide receiver, we haven't even talked about Devontae or Pittman, right? Uh, DK Metcalf hasn't got a mention yet. Uh, you vaguely mentioned Rasheed Rice and Amari Cooper had a great year. So there's just I actually probably so would have. Depth. I might have paired my cup if we did a fourth round with Rasheed Rice. I honestly might have gone fourth, even though scoring wise, like like maybe well, you could have taken Pittman there. Because Nico Pittman called, didn't go, right? No, Pittman didn't go. I probably personally would have probably gone Nico or Rasheed Rice. But to your point, like those guys are going to be third to fourth round picks. So. You know, pick your poison. You can get those great running Dude, backs. Stephon Diggs went third to the last pick in here. I yeah. mean, you know, there's so much talent. Young uh, wideouts are going to push great talented wideouts down yes. as well that you have this opportunity to take like Gibbs and Rashad White or Gibbs and Achan in the first two rounds, which might feel riskier. Dude, think of the wideouts you can get in the third, fourth. Diggs is going to fall. Mike Evans is going to fall. Pittman's going to fall. Nico, you can get these core... SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... 
Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Come. It's in this league. No one uh, asked you anything ever, so whomever's name is... In this league. Why don't you take a letter opener and stick it in your skull? Hey! Well, man, there's still 12 good ones. So, uh, yeah, I just... There's a lot of talent right now, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to sort sort out and pick through. Yeah, there you go. So that is the early mock draft. Those are the rounds. Some of the potential. We'll be doing this in the off season. We'll be talking about ranks, and you can get Bogman's ranks in the near future at inthisleague.com. So sign up, get access today. Probably going to be out here within this month. So come and sign up inthisleague.com. Get access to mock drafts that we're going to do. Get Bogman's uh, dynasty and prospect coverage and ranks in the offseason, some redraft stuff. I might pop some very early, like top 12 at each position ranks coming out here in the near future. We'll have lots of coverage for you, and uh, hopefully you guys are going to join with us. And that is it. So thank you guys so much for hanging with us this season. It's been a crazy year, um, and it's thanks to so many of you guys why you know Bogman's presence with Fantasy Pros has grown and grown. I can't tell you how much they love him there. Uh, I got my opportunity, not just because of football and hosting, but baseball made a big reason. But you know, this is a big year for ITL. Bogman's profile has become so much bigger. I got full time in the industry, and it's thanks to so many of you. We really got better handles. Not to, I know we skipped a couple of weeks, but our, our betting records were pretty nuts as well this year uh, from the overall stuff. So we're continuously improving all those things. So just want to thank everybody for hanging with us. Hopefully, you guys took home some championships, and hopefully, we can be there along with you all off season long make sure you're subscribed to the pod because we got some bet this league coming up this week do a couple more uh throughout like i said the nfl playoffs and you're going to be able to get some off season coverage right here on the channel with bogman and ck talking about draft coverage the bugs that's it that's all that we got for the peoples that's it enjoy the off season like welsh said tons of coverage still coming at you it's just this show uh is going away because the 2023 season for fantasy football is over we'll let it take a nap Congrats all the champs. Good luck in 2024, everyone. That's right, buddies. Follow us on Twitter at Bogman Sports at Is It The Welsh, and we will talk to you next time right here on In This League. Bye, buddies. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.